0: I'm enough at last. Submitted for your consideration to sci-fi fans, Sean Majors and Keith Conrad. Rewatch The Twilight Zone from beginning to end. It's like something out of that Twilighty show about that zone. Missing one frightened little girl. Named Bettina Miller. Description, six years of age, average height and build. Light brown hair, quite pretty. Last seen being tucked in bed by her mother a few hours ago. Last heard. Aye, there's the rub, as Hamlet put it. For Bettina Miller can be heard quite clearly, despite the rather curious fact that she can't be seen at all. Present location? Let's say for the moment, in the Twilight Zone.
1: Episode 91 of The Twilight Zone was Little Girl Lost. And, uh, Sean, this is one that was uh, parodied very well on the, on the Simpsons.
0: Oh, my gosh. It's like it's more of a Simpsons episode than it is a, a Twilight Zone episode.
1: I, I think it kind of is, yeah. Um, so it, it centers around a, a couple Chris and Ruth or Ruth Chris or <laughs> whatever. Um, presumably steakhouse moguls. Yes, of course.
0: That's why they can afford like all those two rooms in their house.
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh so they they're woken up in the middle of the night by uh their little girl uh, whimpering or you know sort of sort of crying in the background.
0: Can we tackle this up front? Is every Tina short for Bettina or is Bettina only a name in this episode? You know, that's a really good question. <laughs> It bugs the hell out of me. <laughs> Her name is Bettina. Who, like, sees their their kid for the first time and just says, ah, yes, I will name you Bettina.
1: Let's see here. Uh, Bettina is a city in Croatia. That's oh, okay. cool, actually. Maybe they're Croats. Uh, I hope I that's so. not a slur. I, I don't think so. I think, I think that's just... Uh, like, that, that's just you know, <laughs> be referred to as I I I think uh, my 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 family on my mom's side I believe is uh, at least uh, you know f- from that area if not actually Croatian. Of course, so, I yes,
0: Croatian. There you go.
1: <laughs> as. Uh, um, yeah, as a representative of the, – the, the closest we have on this podcast, <laughs> a representative of that area, I, I'll, I'll give you a pass on that. I one.
0: appreciate your Grace.
1: <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean that's a really good question. Um, it, it, I, I don't know why this was, but it took me very late in life. And, and by late in life, I mean I, I was probably like in my early 20s before I realized <laughs> that uh, Peggy is, is Margaret somehow.
0: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I you know it's always fascinating whenever you find something out. Like, you know, how is Jack John?
1: Yeah, that too. And so um, you know, because I like I, I still don't, you know, as I careen into into 40 later this year mm-hmm. I, I still don't understand how, how Margaret becomes Peggy
0: <laughs> Well I'm just happy Once again I derailed this entire show <laughs> yeah.
1: so, so I would not Be a bit surprised if Every single person that you and I And anybody listening to this podcast Has ever met That's named Tina is actually A Tina and we just never knew it The next
0: one I see I'm going to demand A birth certificate you should absolutely long not. form,
1: not yeah, that Hawaiian so,
0: one, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, ab- absolutely not. So the roots, Chris, uh, they're they're uh, they're woken up in the middle of the night, and uh, they they make it seem like this is something that happens quite often because uh, it's it's Chris's turn to to go see what the problem is.
0: Yeah, I assumed it was like a like a two month old or something like that.
1: Yeah, and. Uh, so so, Chris goes to a check it out, and uh, uh, their dog uh, is is barking in the backyard. And uh, Chris finds Bettina's bed completely empty, although we can still hear Bettina.
0: Yes, calling for help. She's somewhere. She's got to be somewhere in the house, right?
1: Yeah. Um, so you know, he's looking around and basically says, "I'm here. Where are you?" <laughs> and uh, this way, this was about the time that uh, Homer Simpson said. The the immortal line. I'm somewhere where I don't know where I am.
0: <laughs> Which right now could pretty much be plugged into. Uh, I think you should leave episode. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So so uh, you know, Chris is uh, looking around the bed trying to find a little girl, and he can't. Uh, but he can hear Tina somewhere around him. Like like it sounds like she's she's in the house somewhere. Yeah, she's somewhere and um you know he uh, you know about this time uh, Ruth is uh is woken up by the uh, commotion and uh you know he explains to her that uh you know he he can't find her like she <laughs> you can hear her talking but uh can't find her at all so then <laughs> and this is you know I, I guess this gets back to the Twilight Zone uh you know and we've talked about this so many times before they have 22 minutes and they, and they've got to get in a in a good yarn of course uh so you probably shouldn't think too much about it <laughs> but every time i see this episode i'm so entertained by the fact that it's the middle of the night and they just call their physicist friend and he just comes <laughs> over
0: i mean i think we all need a physicist friend and one that really is as reliable as bill is
1: yeah, like he's, he's literally the neighborhood physicist. <laughs> <laughs> and I think, like, there, there was a meme going around, uh, you know, periodically that said, you know, like, uh, said something to the effect of when I was a kid, I thought uh, quicksand was going to be a much bigger problem before it to me. <laughs> and it's sort of the same thing like uh, you know I, I don't know because you know like when we were when I was younger like we, we knew more people in the neighborhood and were like a little bit more friendly with them and you know not so much as we as we got older but I, I sort of felt like that's how every neighborhood was like you had the neighborhood physicist and the neighborhood uh, you know the neighborhood linguist or you know. I mean and, and the kid who read comic books who was going to get everybody killed one day <laughs>
0: I mean, maybe that is truly, like, the biggest part of the Twilight Zone, <laughs> just that everything's so convenient.
1: Yeah, do, do you think that that was ever actually the case, or is that just, you know, a convenient plot device? Like, like I have, have to believe that, Keith. Yeah. I have to believe it. Yeah, back, back in the good old days.
0: <laughs> Physicist yeah. on every block.
1: <laughs> so anyway, they're apparently close enough friends with Bill that they can call him in the middle of the night and say bill we've got a physics emergency we need (laughs) to come right over and he does our kids missing yeah they not call the cops think about that for a second your kid is missing and you call the neighborhood physicist you don't call the police you call the neighborhood physicist it's
0: uh not the
1: choice i would make yeah that's yeah I I, <laughs> I I don't. They, they need a, it. It's a little like you know somebody brought up uh, the you know the the debate over whether or not Leonardo DiCaprio could have fit on the big door at the end of Titanic. <laughs> and James Cameron just just came right out and said it. He was like, "I this I I needed Jack to die in the script, so no, it's, he couldn't."
0: It's a movie. I don't want to tell you.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And it's sort of the same thing. Where oh, okay, the, their first thought was to call the the neighborhood physicist Bill.
0: Totally yeah. on board. Still yeah. can't yeah. find a flaw in this in this episode. Um.
1: So, uh, so Bill uh is not very good at, at front door etiquette, and um, when he comes <laughs> over, he he lets the dog into the house. The dog immediately runs under the bed and disappears.
0: Yes. So Mac is now similarly uh, a victim of what Batina succumbed to over the, overnight.
1: Do you, do you think Tina was actually a, uh, a, a as much of a common name in the '60s as as we're led to believe in Twilight Zone? Because you know a lot of Tinas. I'm
0: starting. I'm starting to believe that because I'm trying to think. I don't think I've. I don't think I've known one Tina in my entire life. Uh, I have known one. Um, you got to get her on the phone, man. She's got to. She's got to be a special guest
1: <laughs> as our expert Tina. <laughs> have you felt alone in in your teenage? And
0: are you in fact a patina?
1: You know that's right. We we should, we actually should just just right now just stop everything. Call. It, hey,
0: are you now, or have you ever been a patina?
1: Can Can you pull out your your long for birth certificate and and let us know what? What is your full name? Is it Tina or is it Bettina? But, but but then at this point, you know, like like she's about she's about my age, so like I, I think the results would be a little, little clouded because of you, know, like you, you lose something over a couple generations. Like people just get lazy and instead of calling, you know, naming the person Bettina, they just they, they're like us. We they didn't realize it was supposed to be a longer name. So they just, they, they
0: if don't. I ever get to the point where I start calling you Key, please murder me in my sleep.
1: <laughs> well I that, that wouldn't be the equivalent of uh, Bettina and, and Tina that oh, would yeah, be ETH yeah ETH <laughs> which uh, my wife and I we, we go by Meath so that, <laughs> that
0: works that's <laughs> uh, a lot better than think it,
1: it is it's a better idea yeah, <laughs> maybe. It, it, it looks better on a t-shirt and, yes, <laughs> airbrushed in Panama City <laughs> So, uh, physicist Bill, uh, as soon as the dog disappears, knows exactly what's going on. He gets and, the chalk out. <laughs> yeah, he. Uh, well, he. They, they pull the bed out, and uh, I, I. For some reason, I'm very amused by the fact that they. They actually. They, they take the time to mark out where the, where the bed was. It is that part's funny, and there's this one shot where, like, both the both
0: were Ruth Chris, where they both like you know uh kind of drop to their knees to look under the bed and it's it's got a real like caper vibe it's got a real like you know kind of slapsticky part to it in a very like it's a serious episode from from top to bottom but that shot's a little like you know funny um you know and just the you know the stuff that they do like you said move the moving the bed back is is a little silly too
1: yeah, it's not just moving the back bed. It's the fact that they think to mark where the feet were. Yeah, <laughs> that's what jumped out at me. Um, so, but but they do, and um, uh, Bill starts uh, starts uh, examining the wall, and he he uh, discovers mm-hmm. that you know his hand can pass right through part of it, and and he immediately jumps to the conclusion uh, that it must be a portal to another dimension. I mean, what other possibility is there?
0: <laughs> Honestly, I would probably believe that before I would just believe it's a soft wall.
1: Well, uh, although, I mean, he's a physicist. You've invited him over in the middle of the night. You're going to you ha- you're you obligated to take whatever he says.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> you're not getting a second opinion this late at yeah. night. Yeah.
1: You're not going to be like, hey, uh, can we can we call uh, uh, Joe, the construction worker? who also puts up- <laughs> Check Wait, out this wall, Joe. Yeah. Can we get him to weigh in on the subject? one of the things that i that i also really like is is when he when he draws on the wall yes like there doesn't seem to be any rhyme or reason to like what he's actually trying to do or like 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 i i know he's trying to outline you know what the portal dimensions are but i'm not sure like how he's coming to this conclusion that part mainly because it's it's kind of long
0: and drawn out during his monologue about the fourth dimension that like when he finally makes that like last curve to reveal like a doorway, it's like, Oh, uh, why is it slamming? You know? so it's just like, I, I, I don't just like you. I don't know how he came to that conclusion of, well, I guess an X goes here and then three more. And then we'll just connect the dots.
1: I, I picture like in the first take, he just uh, – it goes – it's just like uh, Beetlejuice where he just draws a door. Yeah, yeah, yeah pretty and, much. Uh, and then the director is like, no, no, no. Who's going to buy that? We, we need it to look <laughs> for a cattywampus.
0: Honestly, that's probably – it looks more authentic like it is. <laughs> I don't know how I would improve upon
1: it. <laughs> well, I mean, have you seen a portal to another dimension? You don't know what it what they look like. Nobody does.
0: That's what I'm saying.
1: Yeah so i mean you know that that's fine so um so uh, uh basically they they then decide that they're in an episode of lassie like, <laughs> they can just talk to the dog and he's gonna bring tina back
0: very obedient obedient to mac is
1: yeah and um it, it would have been really funny if like the dog just came back by himself
0: <laughs> <laughs> it would have been a darker episode
1: and then the, like the dog's just looking around like, what, what do you want? I don't,
0: <laughs> I don't speak English. I'm a dog and a small <laughs> one at that. Uh,
1: so uh, once, you know, trying to get Mac to bring, uh, bring T- Bettina back, uh, that doesn't work. Uh, then Chris decides to go uh, by himself. And uh, he he lands in the other dimension, and uh, I, I I felt like the, the the third dimension in the Simpsons was was much more interesting than the third di- the fourth dimension. Sorry, in, in this episode, I think, <laughs> of I think course,
0: of course, I agree. I, I thought that they did like it. It looks like that they just kind of uh, spliced um, Chris over some footage of uh, oh god. Perchance to dream,
1: where, oh, he yeah, goes,
0: yeah. where he goes into that like you know um, psychedelic land uh, yeah, with like the yeah, cat
1: yeah. lady. So yeah.
0: So I think that like I mean it, it, it was probably as as best as they could do, but yeah, uh, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Team Simpson on this.
1: I think I think so, and uh, one of my favorite moments is uh, in The Simpsons <laughs> is when uh, Professor Frank is like he's fallen into the mythic third dimension. <laughs> So I, I, I'm looking up her Chance to Dream" because you, you bring up a good point, and uh, I was wondering if maybe there's a, like the same direction or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, common, commonality there. He um, yep. Paul Stewart was the director in <clears throat>
0: "Little Girl Lost."
1: Yeah, and Robert Florey was the director of Chance <clears throat> to Dream." So, so no, I mean, you know, it's probably the same production team. Sure. You know, yeah. A couple seasons later, but uh, no, not was wasn't the same director. I think I think you know some beleaguered producer who was asked to. Come up with what yeah. the fourth dimension would look like. Just said, "Hey, can we just repeat what we did in in Perchance to Dream?" Because that looked that looked freaky. Let's just,
0: just add more to... Vaseline to the uh, lens. Yeah, that's
1: all. You're <laughs> doing. Um, it, it makes you wonder if the uh, if the uh, fourth dimension would actually look that way, mm. or if uh, just the the process of going to the fourth dimension would just make every camera look like it had Vaseline on it.
0: <sighs> that just blew my mind.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you just don't know what to believe in anymore, do you? <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, everything in this uh, fourth dimension is uh, just a little off. And so eventually he's able to find a patina. And uh, she, she, you know, eventually he gets her to uh, come to him. And uh, basically Bill, the physicist, starts panicking. Uh, yeah. You can hear him uh, in the background telling him to hurry up. And, um, uh, uh, right about the time, uh, Bettina gets to, gets to Chris, he, uh, uh, Bill pulls him back in, into the bedroom. Right. And, um, ba- basically we, we learned that, uh, he was, he was panicking so much that be- because the, the, the portal to the other dimension was, was closing around him. I have questions. <laughs> <laughs> do you think that's a thought
0: that Bill? Do you think that's a thought that Bill just had? He's like, "Oh God, this has to close sometime because it just opened." Or did do you think he sensed something?
1: That, that's I mean, what I that's what I'd, I'd really like to know because you know he pulls him, him pulls him back, and and we we really don't see anything. The wall doesn't look like anything was was there to begin with, no. and the drawing is still there. And the wall's there, so how did he know that the (laughs) portal was closing?
0: I do like to think that even though the portal closing would have left what Bill says, half of you there and the other half here, um, I like to think both of them would still be alive. So like Bill's legs would just be sticking out of the wall for the rest of his life, (laughs) or Chris's (laughs) legs would be. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> well no I, I i think of uh, uh did you ever see a star trek the motion picture no the, the very first one there's a there's a transporter accident in in that one and um uh there there's uh um you know like like it breaks halfway through and they basically uh captain kirk you know radios back to starfleet and asks you know if if they survived on their end yeah i on the other end says uh what we got back here didn't live long fortunately oh my god (laughs) i i think that's that's what would happen yeah Yeah, sure you'd have half of uh half of a chris oh my
0: gosh so i mean it is a pretty like even though it has a happy ending like they really avoided disaster (laughs) um and thank (laughs) thank god they got the dog was smart enough (laughs)
1: Yeah, and, and I I definitely, you know, this is one that I, I definitely saw a lot when I was younger. Yeah. And, and sort of going back to the, the um, you know, the, the quicksand analogy, uh, <laughs> you know, young Keith thought that, uh, you know, spontaneous portals into other dimensions were going to be a much bigger problem in life than they turned out to be.
0: I still don't. I, I'm still worried about quicksand. To be honest, um, it's been raining here a lot lately, so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna stay indoors.
1: That's probably a good idea. The other half,
0: where the fourth dimension, the fifth, perhaps they never found the answer. Despite a battery of research physicists equipped with every device known to man, electronic and otherwise, no result was ever achieved. Except perhaps a little more respect for and uncertainty about the mechanisms of the Twilight Zone. Cabotron?